strength It's a sword of power Sword is power Dragon and earth Soaring through the sky Spread your wings Super, we return from a message from our sponsors, Sports Drink. Have you been playing sport and need drink? Well, fella, this drink's got it all for you, a man or a woman who plays sports. It's Sports Drink. Will there be more sports? Touchdown on Balling Out Super. Nice. Yeah. Okay. I like that one. Go long. <laughs> no, we don't keep going in this part. Thanks, Chief. I'm, Get I, ten I little put, piggies on the pigskin. Put me in, Coach. I drank the sports drink, so now I'm capable of sport. <laughs> You're not ready. You're on JV. Are you tired from playing sport? Go to stamps.com for sport drink. Would you, <laughs> would you like to... You know this idea isn't mm. this, this idea isn't anything. Never mind. Stay well, I like the idea of the, show. the the Dragon Ball Z guy doing the uh, doing the ad reads is fun though. Um, wait, what what what's the website called? Um, uh, GinuForce dot com. GinuForce dot com. Can you start the show so I, I can talk about Blue stuff? Chew. <laughs> Chew as hard it. as the planet Namek. <laughs> Where the skies are green and your dick is hard. Oh. <laughs> All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Ballin' Out. Super. 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 Super duper. I'm your host, Jeremy Hammond. With me, as always, are my co-hosts, Katie Rose Leon. Another day, another dollar. Every day's Groundhog's Day <laughs> in the pandemic. And Alex Patak. What up, y'all? I took two naps, and it's taking a while to boot back up. Beep boop boop boop. I do feel I do feel underbooted right now. Is that why you're yeah, drinking you're into the mic? A, it's a <laughs> coffee take a second though. To it's third not, nap. This isn't whiskey. This is coffee. That's why I there's so much ice in it. Simply don't believe you. It's. I, I promise <laughs> you, it's a big fat cold brew. Okay. You wouldn't lie to Katie, would you? Never, never in my life would I lie to Katie. <laughs> I can tell. I'll I be able to tell. Dare. You guys are my guardians. I have to trust you. Katie's eyes are burning suns. They sear through lies. I can tell you're lying. <laughs> Time to die. <laughs> but yeah, I'm definitely feeling a little low on energy. I've had so much blood taken out of me this week. Ooh, tell why? me about it. Because I had to get um, I had to get blood work done for my uh, I'm trying to get life insurance uh, so my wife can murder me. And um, yeah, so I had to get. Take my life, Yeah, so I had to get blood taken for that, and then um, I got a, I got the COVID test yesterday, that also uh, took blood. Damn. So, so you're have both just, arms. My arms are just empty of blood right now. You're just pale and dangling on the edge. Mm. Eat some meat. Eat some red meat, son. Yeah. yeah just, have you considered eating red meat? Well, incidentally. Uh, speaking of people who look pale and dead, I, for whatever reason, I was curious what's going on on the Jordan Peterson subreddit. Oh, he's definitely dead. <laughs> well, there's a picture of him being like fucking weekend at Bernie'd by his fucking little daughter. No, his daughter is straight up weekend at Bernieing him. I don't think it's it's not even subtle. She's just like trying to take over his weird shitty empire. It's so bizarre. Oh man, but there's Did a you- picture of him eating dinner with her, and she's like, "Everything's okay here. Look at this." giant steak and they're eating these like massive like Flintstones ass steaks. My father has all the blood he used to have. Look at him. Look, look at, at his job. Look at his plentiful blood. <laughs> Guys, there was all sorts of anime news in the last couple days. Was there? Anime news? Like beep, real beep, anime beep, news. Beep, 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 beep. Well, first of all, Essential Comrade K 
Kiss Anime, which if oh, you're yes. unfamiliar, is like the number one anime pirating site, got like taken down the other day. Supposedly it might be back up, but it was a massive L for the weeb community. Right. That's like when Pirates Bay went, man. It is just a pillar of watching anime surrounded by ads for porn. Yeah. How are we ever going to know what anime girl they've made the gooey part of the, the mouse pad into an ass of? But here's the thing. It'd like, be almost impossible. I've watched know. so many shows on Kiss Anime. Tell me right. you have not gone to the dark ends of Kiss Anime. I've gone I, on I Kiss actually, Anime before. I haven't been. This is, the, this is the streaming website run by the band Kiss. Yeah, it's Ace Frehley's side project. Mm-hmm. The yeah. Star Child. You get to pick which band member of Kiss it, you are. It and is, that isn't, shows you Luda, a isn't Luda Chris the star child? Am I wrong? Ludacris isn't I've never Kiss. heard that. Peter Chris, whatever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, Peter Chris is the cat. That was genuinely confusing. <laughs> um, no, he's, um yeah, Peter Chris is the cat. Uh, Ace Freely is the spaceman. Uh, Paul Stanley is the star child. And Gene Simmons, he'll he's eat just your pussy. Gene, so he's Jewish. He's, <laughs> and the Jewish one. <laughs> the front man. It's always been so funny to me that they did like change their names from really Jewish names to also Jewish names. <laughs> That's how Jewish the star they were. child. The cat. I'm sorry, I'm Gene Simmons. <laughs> <laughs> are um, you mad at me but they do all have like very i can't i don't know their names offhand but they're all named like herschel and like jaime and stuff oh, oh yeah damn. the boys are the, back in town but then they they all just change it to like you know paul stanley <laughs> that's well, not I mean, jewish name <laughs> you know compared to like you know like fucking yeah like yeah, Shlomo, Shlomo or Herschel, Horowitz. you know, <laughs> how, you know, that, yeah. that must, must have seemed pretty rock and roll. I think Kiss all has great names, and the work mm. they've done for the anime community cannot be replaced. You're acting like you didn't start this riff. <laughs> they can't be replaced. I, I love going <laughs> to that website and then picking which band member I most identify with that day, and that's mm. showing me a section of which shows kind of match with yeah. Peter Chris or so, match with Ace Freely. So Kiss are like, um, they, they very much like based their whole vibe off of like Western comic books. What do you think like Japanese Kiss would be like? They mm. exist. That's the whole visual key genre. What is What's that? A visual, what is a visual, visual key Visual key is J-Rock from like the mid 90s. Like it, everyone's like wearing makeup and platforms and it's very bombastic. Like you don't have to go very far. Like Darren Gray and X Japan and Mouse Miser. Like, you know, do, do a Google. Right. Mouse Miser, another yeah. Jewish name. I have horrible news, guys. Googling Japanese kiss does not bring up a Japanese kiss band. Oh no! What does it bring up? UrbanDictionary.com. Actually, says. I, I feel bad throwing uh, X Japan <laughs> in there because they're like the best band. But uh, but yeah, like you know, I mean, you know that that that's like all J Rock from a certain era is like Japanese Kiss. That's their whole thing, right? K- Katie, when you say J Rock, I just can't move on past the Trailer Park Boys character. And so Why I am I carrying this show that. this week? I don't want to be responsible for any <laughs> of this. Hang on, hang on. Hang on. You know what? Urban, Take Dictionary, a seat. Urban, Dictionary Urban Dictionary defines says, Japanese kiss <laughs> as spitting in someone's drink when they're not looking. That's just Jesus racist. Christ. That's just racist. <laughs> That's not even anything. I don't know what it is. Like, where did that. It's someone with a vendetta wrote this one. <laughs> This isn't one of you know when you go on Urban Dictionary and learn something altruistic around the about the world. This right. is not one of those, <laughs> Mon Frere. Well, I've I've run through all my stuff. Oh okay. my god! Well, what god. other anime news is there, Katie? Well, okay, so uh, a uh, uh, friend of the show. Uh, how do we say this now, Jeremy? You're editing this. Yeah, I'm editing this. So, oh, a- a- yeah. yeah. No, I don't know. <laughs> I don't really have a good answer. 
<laughs> I was just talking. I'm just going to gonna, I'm gonna just say friend. Okay. A friend of the show messaged me uh, today uh, this tweet. Uh, this voice actress for anime who I have more followers than on Twitter. Ha ha ha. Savage. Uh, she she uh she basically in uh response to people being upset about kiss anime going down mm. said if you're pirating anime please stop your excuses aren't valid please learn the concept of then you don't get to have it you're not entitled to consume it merely because it exists and it is out of your reach that's some colonizer bullshit yes and this yes. reminds me <laughs> Of like, you guys remember like a couple years ago when I went on that rant about people who said pirating anime is like stealing from like a mom and pop shop? Like, right, yeah, once yeah, yeah. again, you can't be a colonizer for stealing something made by a corporation. Yes. Right. Also, this is like a white redheaded woman from Texas writing this. Yeah, like, like, sis, get off of it. <laughs> like, Yuri on Ice isn't like indigenous art. It's yeah. just something that a company made to sell horny girls, horny boys, like, you know? Like, what does she think colonizing is? Like, that's insane. Yeah, it's it's kind of insane, too, to think of, like... You can't gentrify something made by a corporation. <laughs> like, well, and specifically with, with <laughs> Japanese media, it's very interesting to, to call anything, like, like, if not Japan, like... You know, outside of the West, like Japan has the most colonial history there is. Right, like it's not right. It's not like people are who are pirating anime are then like trying to repackage it and like resell it to like I I, I the, the comparison I can't even like fathom the thought process on that right. language. Yeah, it's. It's, well, it's, it's not f- like it's not like it makes sense, but it is. It's the pattern of uh, you know, like pro corporate, pro market stuff that is now fully realized and adapted to the language people were throwing at them for the last five years. So now you get like Pepsi tweeting like, you know, you're not an ally if you haven't tried Pepsi Classic. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> for sure. But this is funny because it's just like a voice actress that's mad her job's going to go out of business. You know what I mean? Right, and it's yeah. like, girl, like people stealing anime technically is keeping you in a job because if people still buying those figures, you're good. Like, <laughs> Well, and also like, you're a voice actor for anime. You really don't have much of a leg to stand on just in terms of like ethical work and consumption and stuff. Like you're right. you're living in fucking Houston so that you could skirt union laws. Right. She's a voice on Fire Force. Like, come on. It's just now, like <laughs> Fire Force. And just because is... you're comfortable posting it, do would you feel comfortable saying it directly to the face of the owners of Kiss Anime? Ace Freely <laughs> and Peter Chris? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna put some paint on my face, and I'm, we'll do a dry run right now. <laughs> um, yeah, that's some bullshit, though. I, I think it's just really. Fu- I just, I, I always think it's so hilarious when people get very defensive of properties that are, you know, right. Uh, well, it's like I think it goes back to like when we were kids, and it was seen as kind of like an edgy subcultural thing to like be involved in like fandom for anime or fandom for star wars or like fandom for like nerd stuff just in general and now that that stuff is the monoculture it's like people haven't stopped thinking of it as subculture even though it is monoculture and so you're like you're hurting my little thing that i like and you're you're like this is making so much money you couldn't possibly believe how much money right it's like you're an intern for han solo I don't need to hear about what what we're being what we're that we're the space pirates here when yeah. you're working for the biggest one in the biz. I think okay, like I think what is so funny is like she's essentially being like, please don't pirate Disney movies. It's cultural appropriation of like you know Florida culture. Like yeah. it's just <laughs> you're appropriating horse girl culture. Yeah. <laughs> if you're not drunk while downloading the movies, you are not abiding by Florida culture. <laughs> Stop colonizing Fred Durst and his people. <laughs> yeah, I um somebody 
somebody said some like weird uh so you saw that like fugazi is like trending today because some Fugazi's in the news. Well, some wiener like made fun of some kids covering Fugazi or whatever, and I made a joke about it. And then somebody replied to that, just like, "Yeah, making fun of these kids for playing Fugazi is colonizer shit." And I just like, I genuinely really don't understand what colonizer shit is anymore. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> like, when, when what? When you're mean? <laughs> what? It's when colonizing. You, it's when you do Wait, something. I no, don't like. that's just. Listen, colonizing mindsets are bad, but like. People just don't know what that word means, I guess. Like When I go out to a bar, what I try to do is colonize as many women as I can. So, first thing I'll do is I'll establish contact. Mm-hmm. You know, pull my ship up. Get the <laughs> hooks in. Then I will That's slowly I... start eradicating their culture. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, saw, I saw slowly set up an industry for a, uh, a cash crop. Yeah, That's getting their something number. That, something that has like a long shelf life, so you can get it back and forth across the ocean. Mm, yep. Yeah. <clears throat> Preferably something durable, recruits. you know, not a fruit that'll bruise. You know, you want something like tough. Bananas. <laughs> <laughs> you like bananas? Oh my God. <laughs> i tell you who does love them, everybody in the West. <laughs> I'm now walking into this flawless new character, which is the pickup artist who addresses himself as like a, 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 a Christopher Columbus en- guy. Industry. Yeah. They yeah, call you're... me the captain. They the call thing me is, fuck Jelen. The thing is, he's got to exist out this there. This guy's got to exist, yeah, At for least sure. in the early 2000s, he's like, ladies, call me Captain Cook because I'm a maestro in the kitchen. Because my... Dick is hot like a hey girls. like a stove. <laughs> hey, hey girls, I see you noticing my hat. Why I did get it aboard the 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 USS f- pussy. I don't know. Delete that. <laughs> I'm coming up out of a nap. <laughs> Take oh that my one god, out. <laughs> Alex, stop colonizing my nap culture. Yeah, we need to, to decolonize this space. Alex needs to stop going to the beach on Mondays. Everybody if I'm not knows napping twice a day. Napping is 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 KRL culture, and you are appropriating it. And 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 I just don't think you understand the deep significance to to my people. <laughs> Unrelated, I have dreadlocks now. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, man. I was very tickled by, as long as we're just talking about petty internet discourse, the Mm. the Genghis Khan discourse. Yes, yes, yes. From yesterday or the day before. That shit missed me. Where someone tried to cancel Genghis Khan by just saying the stuff he did. Genghis Khan, the, the he's so well known for his humanitarian work, though. Like, what the fuck? It's like, so weird. Yeah. That guy's always been cool to me. <laughs> yeah, I noticed a lot of you cozying up around Genghis Khan recently. Wait, can yeah. you, maybe you don't know? Listen, that people he, Can you guys explain to me like what was the intent? I this totally missed it was, me. So it's one of those things where like somebody makes up a character in their head and just gets red steaming mad about it. And then just, like, nobody's ever seen this person before. They're just mad at a a person they made up. So it's a person who, like, they did this whole thread where they were like, listen, I see a lot of people who uh, kind of glamorize the life of Genghis Khan. And and you need to know that that he destroyed destroyed civilizations. Literally? Who glamorized Genghis Khan? Except for kind of Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. And even in that one, he was like a piece of shit. Like, that's good. Wait, that's a good new slur for white men. Bill and Ted's. (laughs) Well, pre pre President Trump, uh, Jeremy might recall that I called annoying male audience members red hats, blue hats, and no hats. Wow, what did, what does that mean? It just you know, different d- types of different guy. types of guys different named Aaron probably. Yeah. <laughs> like, they got different hats and they are different cats. But yeah, so it was somebody who was who did this whole thread about how like Genghis Khan raped the world and then yeah, the, everyone it, knows that. Who's well, arguing that? Found out that they were like an Indian nationalist or something like that. And I don't really I don't understand South Asian politics enough to like understand what the fuck Genghis Khan has to do with Indian nationalism but apparently that's a thing 
Well, and then the conversation turns to like, did you know he was ten times worse for Indian people than the arrival of Muslim cultures? And I was like, I got to read a book and read this again. I don't understand what's happening. (laughs) (laughs) I think a horse wrote this. I don't. I don't know what's going on. The other thing, too, is like the only group I can think of in modern times that maybe still thinks fondly of Genghis Khan is Mongolians. Right, and I don't <laughs> so even know if like they do. So it's just like going off. Do they? My mom went to Mongolia um, for some like doctor trip or something seven really? years ago, and uh, they got statues of him up. And Well, he's like George Washington from Mongolia. What is a doctor's trip all about? Doctor's trip. Bring your stethoscopes. <laughs> Is she, like, doing, like, cataract surgery or something? You like, feel your heartbeat? I feel my heartbeat. We're all excited for this trip. Um, no, just to go, go give out shots and... Sleepy you know. Jeremy, what he laser focuses on is so weird. Yeah. <laughs> we all know what a doctor's trip is, Bill and Ted. I don't know. I don't, I don't think it's unreasonable to ask what Maybe the fuck is your, your mom doing in, in out Mongolia. Out of the mayonnaise jar for five seconds. <laughs> what is she doing out there? Is she like sterilizing Mongolians for China? What is she no, doing? <laughs> no, my mother has never sterilized a Mongolian without their consent. <laughs> oh my god, Jeremy. What I are think you doing? She's, she's giving them milk and she's, stuff. Not, she's chemically castrating Stop! them for she shouldn't No, 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 no. I am tired I'm of steering. getting emails about how my mother works for the CIA. I am steering this colonizer <laughs> shit back to Spain. You're colonizing my, the public perception of my mother who Stop. gave me life. <laughs> Stop Putting it, all your of flag you. down on <laughs> my heritage. I demand you cease this. <laughs> anyway, very into the idea of canceling uh, villains of history, and I yeah. hope it happens some more. For sure, yeah. Uh, f- uh, thread, okay. Alexander, not so great, okay. <laughs> <laughs> A lot oh of people God. around here glamorize Alexander as so great. Yeah, I see a lot of uh, cis lads on here uh, wearing Hitler t-shirts. Wow. Not the guy you think he is, Thread. Yeah. Wearing Hitler t-shirts. You see them at Urban Outfitters. You're seeing them all over the blogs. You know, on TikTok, all you guys are always like, oh, he's so funny. Yeah, picturing I'm, the, I'm imagining the Jesus one of those, is my homeboy, uh, but it's Hitler. It's Hitler. There's a, that shirt that's just a list of names with, like, name and name and name, but they're like Hitler and Hitler and Hitler and Hitler. <laughs> I mean, if this was, like, 2002, I could actually see that happening because that was, like, the height of, like, weird edgelord humor. Yeah, I mean, it, is, it made me laugh right now, but I, I wouldn't wear it as a shirt. Probably. No, I would not wear it as a shirt. <laughs> Maybe I'd, around the house. I could see like in... Maybe in, like a joke shirt around the house while I, I colonize my house. That shit is like... So it's like telling on yourself. I love it when people get real high horsey and you're like, what's up with you, though? <laughs> <laughs> Hi, horsey. I... <laughs> Nay, I say. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's just like it's like the dude equivalent of when women, like hot Twitter girls, are like, "This is just like when your shitty twenty-nine-year-old boyfriend will not stop talking about Rubik's cubes and mowing the lawn." I mean, <laughs> it's so crazy, and you're like, "That's just you." Yes, but but it's like 10,000 likes, like 3,000 comments, all being like, so relatable, and it's all dudes. Some of y'all don't be having Rubik's Cubes or mowing the lawn, and it shows. Yeah. It's the the straight men be eating sun chips. That's the the post. (laughs) Straight men be eating sun chips, 100,000 retweets. I don't even think they do eat sun chips more than normal (laughs) chips. I mean, I eat sun chips. What does that say about me and my gender? Maybe. What does it say? I don't I'm, know. I'm asking. It, do they still make sun chips? Yes. The thing about at least at my she dusty eats chips book. like a, one of the fellas. Yeah. She I'm, prefers sun. <laughs> <laughs> 
Chips on chips on Goku. Let's go. Let's go. Do you guys remember when um, Sun Chips invented like a uh, a dis- like a what do you call it? like a biodegradable Sun Chips what bag? What do you call it? Yes, I do. And then they just shelved it immediately because it was so loud. Yeah. Everybody was like, "It's too loud. I don't care about the environment anymore." Yeah. Loud how? We live in it a just great country. Like, one of those, like NASA bags or something. Yeah, like apparently it was like things st- crinkling. I saw some YouTube it video was just once. It was apparently really fucking loud. <laughs> but the thing is, it doesn't matter. It's just like wearing a mask or anything else. They're like, "Oh, I'm minorly inconvenienced." It smells like my burps in here. <laughs> I can't sneak sun chips into the movies anymore. <laughs> now I'm I have causing to... a ruckus. Oh my god! I don't know, man. I've eaten like straight up Chinese food in the movies, so <laughs> sun chips bag ain't stopping me. I remember in Detective Pikachu, I spilled a lot of Faro in my bag, <laughs> <laughs> and I never got it all the way out. There's still Faro in that bag. I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> not Dude, a food I, that comes out. I gotta tell you, since we started that riff earlier about the uh, the pickup artist who's like colonizer themed, I've been like scrolling up and down this list of famous explorers, and they are surprisingly hard to shoehorn sex lingo into. Really? Like none what of them is, have some a of name the that rhymes with like fuck or dick or anything. Sorry, Jeremy. Fuck Jalen was the best one, and it wasn't fuck good. Fuck Jalen. <laughs> um, <laughs> Cortez. <laughs> Fuck Jellen. <laughs> what? Yeah, Ferdinand what? Fuck Jellen is the uh, only one. <laughs> is this going to be one of these episodes that I think is going to be dog shit and then everyone loves it for it some reason? It always is. Katie, it <laughs> always is. <You> just <laughs> Every time. <laughs> Let's start selling the Fuck Jellen shirts now. <laughs> fuck Jellen and Fuck Jellen and Fuck Jellen well, and fake, Fuck Jellen. I used to love making up like fake Manosphere characters. Like I told you about when... We did a thing where it was uh, the guy was called uh, Alakapoon <laughs> <laughs> or uh, Vagikazam, oh, and it was God. like a, it was a magician themed pickup artist. Oh who, God! He had a um, he had a a dick that looked like a magic wand. Oh my God! I don't remember why, but he had like. Oh, it was C.W. Headley, and C.W. was saying yeah. he wanted to get a um, he wanted to get a white guy's foreskin put on. Oh damn! Uh, so has magic, anyone like checked wand. on C.W.? He's uh, yeah, they just succeed? did a new episode of the podcast, and oh, he's on God. it, so he's okay. Great, Congrats. thank great. God. <laughs> is Nick How is okay? His penis? Nick is great. Nick texts me all the time. Great, good. I just uh, you know, there's all the uh, you know, I I have certain boys in my vicinity I check on. I just want to make sure you're checking on your list. Let's do a live checkup here on the radio. Um, well, we always hear from Alex's friends. They're always on the show. That's true. I just let them come on because I'm a generous friend. CW is impossible to get lover. to do anything. I will just put it out there. It, he's impossible to get on. Yeah, I understand. I feel like I've invited him 10 million times and he always just like disappears. Yes. Uh, and then Milton just won't do it. Yeah, I periodically <laughs> get text messages from David Spector, so he's fine. Mm. Uh, Andrew okay, Durso well, didn't have any internet, so he came over and borrowed my dusty DVDs. <laughs> <laughs> what DVDs? Oh, you know, Criterion Collection. <laughs> <laughs> That's very strange. Okay, what about instead of Hernan Cortez, it's Herman Cortez. It's for the fellas. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. know. Herman Cortez more sounds like a male stripper for like married women. What about your man Cortez? That your sounds more like Cortez. a guy selling Lucy's. Yeah, it's like the ladies' man. It's like um, <laughs> these are these aren't like they feel they feel like the guys who have like a a video about like how to make her calm. You know, like yeah. not a not a pickup artist. Are th- um, those are different guys? Yes. They are, yes. Yeah, because pickup artists... I'm trying to colonize this culture, and I don't know anything about it. <laughs> yeah, pickup artists want... They don't care about her pleasure, but those uh, dudes are like, it's all about making them come back. Yeah, but like in wet. a weird dehumanizing way on its own. Yeah, it's mm. it, it's it's creepy in a different way. But yeah. What about um, Dicks to Fur Columbus? Oh. I, no, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> it's just not that funny. They're fuck hard. They're really fuck hard. Fuck Jalen is funnier. Fuck Jalen's the only one. Yeah. So Ferdinand fuck Jalen. He he takes a boat to bars. He takes a boat to bars, and then he has them go out the window and be like, "Avast." <laughs> 
you know what that be? Yeah, he only picks up chicks at like at like fishing bars, like those those yeah, shitty I like, like them seafood sea restaurants. Chicks, because they're freaks. <laughs> <laughs> they're downright nautical. I don't know, putting I, out the lobster cage for the girl. <laughs> I feel like a lot of like older married couplers that live on houseboats are swingers. I yes, bet like there's sure. a huge overlap there. Uh huh. Because it's, I think people started living on houseboats a lot during the same time as like, um, like that 1950s, like like mid-century architecture type time. Yeah, where, which was you know objectively the horniest that architecture ever got. Oh yeah. <laughs> Do you think with the emergence of climate change and the housing crisis that we can have a beautiful new flourishing culture of houseboat living? I mean, everyone moving on to the sea. It's more affordable to live in a house. You can like own a houseboat for less money than a regular house. Yes. Uh huh. Why don't we the, all go the, in together on a houseboat? I'm down. I would love a houseboat. I, I think both of RV. our wives would be very into this. Mm, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Just splitting a boat with yeah. some pals. Splitting a boat with a pals, your wives, Jeremy's baby, and my anime yeah. harem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Of rotating, it's gonna be a very tall houseboat. (laughs) (laughs) Different floors. Um, Your baby learns immediately of the sea and of poly relationships. Yeah, very important and very similar things in in some ways. Mm -hmm. Yeah, your baby will grow up very normal and relatable. And Mm -hmm. Papa, who are these men colonizing Katie? And then Jeremy's kid's going to be that kid that when uh, they invite friends over from school, their parents are like, eh, just don't drink anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know he lives on a boat. I mean, I want to be cool. I want to be the cool mom, but this boy lives on a boat. Just, yeah. just hide the paint. Yeah. You can, like, <laughs> go for a few hours, but you cannot sleep over. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> like, I met his father once. He introduced himself as Fuck Jellin. <laughs> fuck Jellin, he said. Like Magellan, but for sex, he said. <laughs> Who's Magellan? Magellan's the one who got killed in the Philippines. He's That's the right. one that made the insoles. Yeah, he invented jellies. <laughs> he was- <laughs> <laughs> he colonized like painful he colonized arches. Yeah. <laughs> the bane of footman everywhere. Well, we're at that time. <laughs> what is this podcast, fellas? Okay. Quality uh, podcasting as usual. <laughs> there we go. We'll cut out the sleepy bits. It'll be nothing but hits. Nothing I, but oh, is that what the problem is today? <laughs> yeah, I gotta build it out a little bit. Yeah. Nothing okay. but net. Hey everyone, it's me, Sonic the Hedgehog. Yo, just wanted to say that you know something that never gets old or slow? It's the great anime podcast, Ballin' Out Super, number one. I can't believe it. Uh, this isn't a plug for that, just more their great shirts. I have one, and people turn on the street and scream when they see me wearing it. They see me, and I'm just wearing it in a shirt and my little hedgehog dicks hanging out the bottom, slapping the ground with my surprisingly giant hedgehog dick. That's me, Sonic the Hedgehog. Got a jet! <laughs> The title of this episode is The Countdown to Battle Begins. Enter the Ginyu Force. Woo! Ginyu Force. Ginyu Force, yeah. Ginyu Force, yeah. Talk about a boyfriend watch. Hey-o, let's Okay, let's do that. Let's open on that. That'll that'll, that'll save us some goodwill. Should we wait until we actually get to them at the end of the episode, or you want to just do it up top? Mm, I think mm. it will be a treat if we wait for it. Yeah, yeah all I right, agree. you guys can wait. So, yeah, just think about it for now to yourself. Last episode, Gohan and Krillin uh, left Bulma alone with the Dragon Ball they had to go uh, zip zap zop over to uh, Elder Numekian to get a power upgrade. Yeah. So we open up. They have stopped on their tireless efforts to get over there to have a snack and just, you know, have a, yeah. a nice check-in. How are we doing? Uh, it's taking too long because they're suppressing their power. And they figure, well, we're so far away, Vegeta. If we go full power, we'll A, get there faster, and B, he'll never notice us. <laughs> we're talking about Vegeta here. He notices everything. 
He notices everything. He has an amazing attention to detail. Yeah. It's He'll a weird know thing if to write he put in some here. stank on it. It's a weird thing to write in here because like, we know from the last episode that he's like, I can't leave these balls behind. If, if, if you're like maybe a little forgetful about the situation, Vegeta has six of the balls. He still freezes Dragon Balls, but he's missing one that Krillin and Gohan have hidden away, and he doesn't have the radar, so he can't get it, because when he asked uh, Krillin if he had a radar, Krillin said it was a watch. Uh, Gohan or, said Gohan that. Gohan did, I'm sorry. And so uh, he, if he can catch them, he'll be able to become immortal. And that'll just be a big day for Vegeta. He can colonize <laughs> a lot of things that way. Yeah. Um, so Vegeta does sense them right away when they go up the power. So he decides to leave his Dragon Ball nest. But he does take one with him. So if anyone's to find them, they'll still be sure. And he specifically notes if uh, that nosy woman citing Bulma comes sniffing for him. So, you know, they don't have the sparks yet, but they're on each other's minds, you know? Uh, you know, like when you're so repelled by someone that maybe you're into them. It's starting. It's uh, starting. Meanwhile, space! Goku yes, does 10,000 finger push-ups. We know this because he says 10,000 I All love that they done. won't give him a reasonable number. They refuse to give you a number that you could possibly believe someone did. Goku is so psyched that he did 10,000 finger push-ups and he's not even tired. They pull the camera out and you see that he has fucked up this entire spaceship, which really begs to the question, how has he not been sucked into the vacuum of space? Yeah. They really designed a durable room. Shout out to the fine scientists at Capsule Corporation. Um, I, I This is really pedantic of me, but when Goku does the finger push-ups, I'm always just thinking, what do you need such powerful fingers for? To finger it's never blast come up in the show. <laughs> women, Yeah, I think you know obviously. exactly what. Because he's hanging with Ella Capoon. <laughs> <laughs> Avast! I'm Goku. Call me for challenge. <laughs> Also, I may be doing the math wrong here, and I probably am, but I think if it took three seconds to do each finger push-up, if he did 10,000, that would be 27 days. He has a lot of time to kill on this ship, Jeremy. All right. He has to get through it. Or, and he's probably <laughs> doing them faster than that. Yeah, Three he's seconds? Goku. I mean, like, he's literally My Goku. My future president, Go Son Goku. Uh... I know you just know him from the bar scene, picking up women under his name, Gopoon. <laughs> but he's actually a very powerful warrior. No, it's, it's fuck Goku, <laughs> son of the sun. <laughs> and he, had, uh, he spends a lot of his time fuck explaining him. his name, because it does not really roll off the tongue. It doesn't make a ton of sense, but that's, that's how you initiate contact. That's how you start talking to a girl. You go in and you say, you what's go, up, my, you name? Are, my no, name is fuck Goku. And they're like, what the fuck? No, no. Uh, they roll up to the bar and the bartender says, what's up, fuck Goku? And the, and the woman at the bar goes, what? <laughs> yeah, it's his name. You see, like, we call him that because his name's Son Goku, but he fucks so much. He's like, what? So, You're probably noticing I'm the only guy at this bar in a gi. <laughs> I'm where it's bright orange. It catches the eye. You can't miss me. What's your number? <laughs> wow, you need a new manicure. <laughs> I'm ribbed for your pleasure. Um, so uh, Goku announces that he's worked out so much. It's time for some R&R, &R, and he turns the gravity back down to Normie's level. He then plays catch with himself, and he's like, wow, I'm so strong. And now that the gravity's back to normal, it's like I'm floating on air. And he g gleefully announces how it's like he's light as a feather, like a jellyfish in the ocean. My, yeah. how silly. This was if already had like a talent for song. This yeah. would be where a song number and a, a number kicks in. This was already like his his weird prose about this was already pretty like long and tiresome, but. Was it just me, or was the moment before that where he just like looks at the machine as it powers down? Was that just really weirdly long? Yes, I think they were stretching. 
I thought maybe something was wrong with the ship. So he turns the gravity off, and then you, like, see the gravity change. And I'm like, oh, fuck, you broke the ship. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was going to be, like, it made that he crazy... actually turned it up or something. Yeah, it was making a crazy noise that I'm like, oh, no, like, you depressurized it, and now you're going to have your head explode or something. It does give you an interesting insight as to Goku's face when he uses technology he doesn't understand. <laughs> There's a lot of that. Because then, oh, and right before this, then he, he, after he says he's like a jellyfish, he punches himself in the chest and goes, I'm like a brick wall. And I'm like, finally, some relatable material. Yeah. Yes. Goku realizes he smells like shit. And so he takes a bath. Then he owes the fridge and he holds up a beer and you're like, finally, some cool guy shit. And he's like, no, 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 Gatorade for me. And then he tucks himself in like a baby. But uh. it's not Gatorade. It's sports drink. He has a big bottle that says sport drink on it. It tickled me so much. I love yeah. that. Do you think that it was uh, it was an edit there? Do you no. think that it originally was beer? I don't remember. No, he holds up the beer can. It says beer. He- yeah, but it looks like the same exact shot when he holds up the. No, because um, they would have the just drink. they would have just taken the beer out altogether. True. They had to change. Uh, originally, the dialogue in the original Japanese, he brings out the beer and he goes, "Nope, haven't earned it. That's for boys who score." Yeah. And then he puts it away. <laughs> beer is for closers. ABF <laughs> always be fucking. Meanwhile, Krillin and Gohan blast off to the Grand Elders. Uh, Krillin is worried if, uh, you know, getting Gohan the power upgrade will be enough to kill Vegeta. So he's like, even if we do that, we still gotta wait for Goku, because I... This is a really desperate plan, by the way. Yeah. Well, you know, desperate times, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, and right as he's doing this, uh, Vegeta tracks them down, uh, and they, they're right by the mountain, they see it. So when they sense his power, Krillin's like, all right, Gohan, you got to scoot off to get your power upgrade, and I will figure out something, I guess, because I've been so useful so far. Funny, you remember how I could have avoided this whole thing by decapitating him? Well, here we go. All right, I had a samurai sword. (laughs) It's one of the only times I've been given a sword in the show, and I blew it. You remember the first time I ever heard Goku telepathically speak to me? I believed it instantly. (laughs) I would be... This would be such a better show if they reveal later that was just uh, Krillin's inner doubts and Goku wasn't saying anything. Yeah, right? (laughs) Uh, So, uh, Gohan flies off, and then uh, he's like, I'll do whatever I can, and suddenly... Vegeta zaps right by him and uh, he's like hey babe what's up and uh, he's like I never thought you would track us down he's like I thrive under pressure I crave pressure this is my whole life and sports drink is it the thing you're drinking (laughs) (laughs) yeah this is another top episode for Vegeta dialogue I know they've all been good but it's so good he has a line, I think, before this where he's like, no one makes a fool out of Vegeta because he's the best. <laughs> <laughs> he demands to know where the Dragon Ball is, and Krillin tries to play dumb. And meanwhile, uh, Grand Elder is giving Gohan the powerful head pat. But just before Vegeta goes to fuck up Krillin forever, he's like, wait a minute, there's a mountain out there, and you sent that baby there. So that's probably where it is. Beep, beep, ribby, ribby. He takes off. And, uh, well... She Go- said it. She said the catchphrase. Oh, uh, by the hat. Uh, Gohan, meanwhile, begs <laughs> Grand Elder. He's like, can you, like, hurry the fuck up instead of telling me the story of Namekia? Because, like, I, we really gotta go. <laughs> Krillin then begs Vegeta not to go in like that'll stop and he's like, No, don't don't go in there and Vegeta's like Mr. Why? Vegeta Mr. <laughs> Vegeta Please don't and he's like I'm I'm gonna do it. Now What's going on in there, Krillin? Nothing. Nothing's going on in there. My friend Rocky sure isn't in there. <laughs> and they do that whole skit. Nail yeah, comes out one. and he's Would like Would I turn on the gas if my pal Rocky were in there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nail comes out. He's like, "Hey, 
go away. And he's Vegeta's like, no! <laughs> <laughs> my widow's peak has grown into my brain! <laughs> <laughs> Gohan, meanwhile, gets all powered up by Grand Elder, and Krillin senses it, and he's like, oh shit, he did it. Vegeta senses it too, but he mistakenly thinks it's Goku, and he goes, Kakarot must be in there. Fight because me, he's gotten coward. so much power. He got so much power from it. But boy, was he surprised to find out it wasn't Goku. It's little baby Gohan. He's so small and tough now. Him and Did you guys, can I just ask, did yeah. you think that when Vegeta was yelling at the house, it looked like the old man yells at Cloud from The Simpsons? <laughs> A little yes. bit, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, he does go, he's like, fight me, coward! And I'm like, relatable content. I know you're in there! <laughs> Weird house! <laughs> <laughs> Why is it shaped like that? <laughs> so, uh, Nail and Gohan are, like, staring him down, and he's like, he starts laughing he starts giggling he's like so you think your party trick will make you strong enough to kill me to lock horns with the beast he says he says to lock horns with the beast uh and he's like you have no training and then uh (laughs) you mess with the bull you get fucked (laughs) (laughs) you think you can tangle with one such as i fuck vegeta Uh, nail, nail is just nail is just fuck. <laughs> nail steps up to the plate, uh, and uh, while Grand Elder, he's like, "Hey, uh, I'm also uh, sensing some powerful shit. So Dende, get out there and let him know about the horror approaching." So, uh, Dende busts out before anyone can find. He goes, everyone, stop fighting. Some strong guys are about to come here, and it's bad. And, uh, Vegeta's like, Grand Elder, who the fuck is that? Krillin goes. so intolerant of their culture. He won't learn anything about it. I mean, you know, so same with Krillin. (laughs) This word gets thrown around a lot, but Vegeta is a real colonizer <laughs> in the classical sense of the word. Yeah, and it's actually appropriate there. Krillin thinks this news is Goku because he's a dumbass. He's like, yeah, that powers Goku. And they're like, actually, there's more than one. So no. And Vegeta's like, oh, fuck. It can't be. One, two, three, four, five. Oh, shit. It's the Ginyu Force. Oh, shit. Frieza, that dick. I hate that bitch ass Frieza. <laughs> They really get. They really zoom in on how there's five a bunch, which tickled yeah. me. It's like one, uh, two, it's like, three, no, four, five. <laughs> it's like old school hip hop. You know, everything is just about how many guys there are. <laughs> it's we're true. a really big crew. Yeah, three cool guys, and we're rapping to the beat. Two more joined up. Oh, it's the Frieza Force. <laughs> oh, isn't that neat? <laughs> uh, hmm. He grabs Gohan and starts shaking at him. He's like, give me the Dragon Ball. I'll give you candy. Do you like candy? I'll do anything. Just give me the fucking ball. Yeah. If you don't There's give me the ball. cool guys. They're we- rapping to the beat. <laughs> this is a very memorable part of the show. <laughs> It's like the only thing I really remember from this part of the show from like when I was a kid is like how urgently Vegeta is like, no, we've got to wrap this up now. (laughs) We've been having fun. This has been fun and all, but I just got the light. Yeah. We got a different guy at work. (laughs) Totally different energy coming out of him now. Um, so they're like, why is this so urgent? And he goes, so, you know, there's a squad of super strong guys like me, but there's five of them and they're going to, they are rapping to the beat. They are. I mean, you guys (laughs) are just summoning that terrible plot from GT. You know that, right? (laughs) Oh yeah. The bro par par brothers. Uh, that's true. Careful what you wish for. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, our only chance of beating them is if you guys wish me immortal. And Nail's like, you know, he's making some good points. 
<laughs> it's like, the devastating worst man you know. It makes great points. <laughs> he's Krill, like, Krillin is like, why don't you make Gohan immortal? Vegeta's like, why don't I make a snail immortal? What the fuck you <laughs> Why don't you about? suck my dick? <laughs> he goes, he literally goes, he has no tactical training. <laughs> Which I thought was very funny. Yeah. Um, it's a funny thing sna- to say about a baby. Nail is like, <laughs> Well, actually, guys, uh, FYI, uh, quick update. Uh, it turns out these balls, they give you three wishes. So, like, you can all get what you want, actually. And yeah, Krillin- now I've noticed you are three cool guys. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, these, these Dragon Balls, they give you three cool wishes. It lets you set the beat. So to speak, <laughs> you could easily just all three of them could just wish for immortality and then kill Frieza and then just wait a year to bring everybody back. Like you just. But chill. here's the thing: at this point, Vegeta is still a genocidal maniac. So like, right. I don't see how making him immortal to help helps anyone's cause here. Like, right? But and he has a vendetta against Earth in general. Right. And Krillin immediately acquiesces and he's like sure just as long as you don't kill us like you promised and it's like why would he what evidence you know so he's not a man for promises krillin takes off with them and krillin has this inner monologue where he's like this is crazy we're actually gonna do give vegeta the dragon balls and then vegeta's like no darling use your full (laughs) power i uh i'm kind of losing my voice right now but I, i like the delivery of this line was insane to me. The dawdling line? Yeah. Like yap, the- yap, yap. That's what you're doing. Basically. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, Nail goes back to Grand Elder and he's like, yo, uh, this is what's up. And Grand Elder's like, those guys are fucked. Go help them fight. I'm okay here. I'm going to die. And he's like, okie dokie. Meanwhile, in the sky, outer space, the Ginyu Force ships crash down to Namek as Frieza watches. Boom, smoke. Kazam. Frieza looks out the window and smirks like the uh, sophisticated gay theater cricket he is. And he goes, thou theatrical as always. Let the pageantry begin. And he... We'll get back to them. Uh, Bulma is reading a nudie mag and sighs. <laughs> Suddenly, Krillin shows up with Vegeta, grabs the ball that's tied to her, flies away, and they don't tell her shit. And she's like, why didn't you put me on the text chain? Just fucking tell me anything. <laughs> End of scene. Frieza laughs. The ships open up, and we finally get the first glimpses of our boys, the Ginyu Force. And Ooh. that's when the music starts to play. Frieza laughs because he knows what's up. Ginyu Force rules. Ginyu Force rules. Ginyu Force rules. Yes. Ginyu Force arrives to a bombastic musical number where they each pose and introduce themselves like a boy band. And you know, I simply love to see it. I like that before their names, they still say, I'm Jace! (laughs) (laughs) All of these, like, run-ups to them are like, it's like they had a slow dolly on set that day. (laughs) Like, everything is just so slow zooming into them. I love it. It's so weird. (laughs) Do you remember this? I legitimately don't think I've seen this before. This wonderful song. With the roses and stuff? Did they cut this out of the original version? The no, Ginyu I've, Force Rules song? I for sure know this song, and there's only, like, I can't imagine I've heard it on the radio. Otherwise, like. Katie, do you remember this song from the original show? I don't. I remember the poses and, and this whole sequence, but I, I don't, remember, don't the song, remember the song, but it's yeah. also been, you know. The, I'm wondering if, like, they didn't think American audiences could handle it. Right. It like was something like were... the um, that one that every you remember everybody like hyped up that one in Super that we were supposed to love and then it was shit. Yes. One well, what? One song? That song? Yeah, there was that song in Super that was supposed to happen when like Jiren fights Goku oh, for yes. the first time, and it just is like so stupid, and it's like the guy from Team Four Star like singing like an idiot. Yeah. Fight! 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 Yeah, Number fighting one, Goku, fight. <laughs> finding power. 
Yeah, that shit sucks. It has the same vibe as when your like stepdad gets you a bad gift on Christmas. You know, do you like this? <laughs> <laughs> this seems like a thing you like. And you're like, I see the intention, but no. <laughs> <laughs> You're so, not my dad. We're here with wow, the Ginyu. Wow, thanks for the MXPX record. Oh my god, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, He's like, look, they have tattoos on the cover of this. So we're here at the Ginyu Force. Is it time? Time for a boyfriend watch? Yeah, let's yes. do a segment. Boyfriend watch. Jingle, jingle, jingle. So, um, does anyone remember all their names? Because I'm really bad yes, at that. of course. Um... Jace. I could save him in my sleep. Let's yeah. describe. Let's describe each of them. All right. Then... So, so first we have Gold Goldor or Goldo. 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 He's a who is tall... tiny. He's squat. He's low to the ground. He has a frog's eyes jutting out of the back of his head. Yeah. And then regular eyes on the and front. And then regular eyes in the front. And yeah. he's the trickster of the bunch. Yeah, he's mischievous. <laughs> but he still brings a lot of energy to the name. He goes, I'm Goldo! We love that. We love a spunky short king. Up next, okay, so Goldo is like the probably the lowest power one, right? And then we have Jace, who is red. And he's also a little guy, but he has a big, fluffy head of hair, kind of like he's a and, member of the band the Kiss, founder of Kiss I anime. remember he was Australian, which I think they might have not done here. Yeah, no, now he is a, he's now a raptor bird. Which I hate, because I thought Australian, uh, giant, beautiful, white-haired Jace... Uh, was was a very big contender originally, yeah. but like I don't know Zarbon if I could... was Australian too. I miss I miss the Australian. Maybe they thought it would clash. Maybe they thought like it's going to be confusing if there's two Australians. So what if there's none? <laughs> yeah, we can't have two Australians in one show. Or maybe or they they'll got, just start maybe, taking over. Maybe they got woke in the intermittent period, and they were like, "We need to decolonize Dragon Ball." That's right. We can't Give them have all these normal, Australians. Normal voice. Yeah, we need to re-indigenize this by making them not Australian. Uh, so that's Jace. Jace's boyfriend slash partner is a very tall blue man by the name of Berter. And he's the speed demon. He's like the Usain Bolt of the crew. <laughs> he's also the tallest. He's, he's also the... huge. I don't know if he's taller than Raccoon. I think he who is. Who is just like a thick daddy, but with a dumb haircut. Yeah. He's like if Android, uh, was it 14? 16. 16, like, didn't get their shit together on the face department. <laughs> like, right. If he didn't, he didn't ever go to finishing school. Yeah. Right. I'll have you know, Birder is definitely the tallest. I'm looking at a picture of them all now. Well, I bet it changes, but it's pretty close. <laughs> And then it last, changes. <laughs> it changes depending on the day, because if depending on how much sleep you get, you get a little bit taller. What? Everyone knows that. Okay, <laughs> Jeremy, stop distracting him. <laughs> and then also the last one in the boyfriend watch would be Captain Ginyu. He's the leader of the bunch. You know him well. And, and he's a he's a silly Sally because he loves to show you his butt. Right, and yeah. it's kind of implied that he's the one who's behind all these dances. And yes. poses like they're originally his idea because he's the captain. And right. he has horns on his head, kind of like the devil, and you can see his brain. So you know how smart he is. <laughs> right. <laughs> so you know he's good. <laughs> <laughs> captain getting you at the bar. I bet you're noticing you can see my brain. <laughs> I was just thinking the same thing. <laughs> I have some statistics I'd like to tell you about Islam. <laughs> You know I'm right because of my visible brain. <laughs> hey there, Chica. Let's talk crime statistics. <laughs> um. So what an entrance. They sing a whole song and they introduce yeah. themselves. So who, I mean, so we haven't done a boyfriend watch in a while. I mean, we don't have to exclusively keep it to the Ginyu Force, but I feel like they are I think the we should. brightest stars in yeah, this. we can do another one that's like full show. Okay, so... But just for the sake of uh, clarity on this one, we're the five of them... Okay. <laughs> for the sake of clarity bottom. as to which boyfriend you'd rather have in the Ginyu Force. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So everyone is clear. So, let's <laughs> so go. We have it on record for the wiki. <laughs> I'm really torn up because usually I'm a, a Jace girl all the way, but he lost his accent, and now yeah. I'm like really having... 
a crisis because I'm like, was the attraction just the accent? I mean, he definitely has the most beautiful hair. And you know I love yeah. a short king. But if he sounds like a pterodactyl now, I don't know if I can get around that. If yeah. they let him talk more, he might have just sounded like a pterodactyl when he does the the announcement. You know? I'm definitely like the most... I, I'm willing to give him a chance Mm. He's um, small, like a he did pupper. A, he did a study abroad program in the States, and he came back just like, his, just his like, voice is just weird, and he's saying shit like bodacious now. Oh, God, I hate it. Bodacious. <laughs> um, you know, it makes me want to open up my heart, maybe to someone else in the Ginyu Force that I, mm. I have previously scorned, you know? Who, who yeah. would it be? Who's your number two? I don't know. Uh... Where Maybe. does Birders sit on your Birders, list? Birders, the, the which one is that again? The blue Giant one. Blue guy. Yeah, you know what? I mean, I I usually don't go for blue guys. <laughs> wow! But, <laughs> but there it is. It's all coming out. You know, the worst relationship I ever was in with was also with the tallest person I've ever been with. But mm. you know, I, there's something about his playful smile, and uh, yeah. and and. Tail that makes me <laughs> that boyfriend you had who, whenever he'd enter a room, would go, Can you force rules? I Can wish. you force rules? I wish he did. Yeah, you know what, Birder? I, I, I'll give him a chance. I think I'm, I want to get to know him. I see him across the room and I'm like, You know, when you're like, see someone that they're like, they're not traditionally hot, but you're still really compelled by them. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, absolutely. That's Especially my, when seems they're like- tall. Assuming he does have something similar to human genitals, he does seem like he could like put it down. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> if he has genitals, he can really put it down. What are you guys feeling? <laughs> I um, feel like, I, I mean, I, I tend to be conservative on these matters. Uh, Raccoon, I can say for sure, is a guy. I was like going to say Raccoon. <laughs> uh, I usually love redheads. Um <laughs> Raccoon just seems like he has fun, you know. But his his face puts me off a little bit. But I, you know, that's why he is I, very angular. Yeah, I like I like a a redhead normally. Right. Here's know. the thing about Raccoon: you give him a haircut, you change everything. That's true. Maybe if he grew it, it out, maybe his, give him like, a his whole problem is aesthetics. He's actually like a tall drink of water. Otherwise, you know that's true. If he had like a better haircut. And maybe, maybe like, like and then, yeah, maybe if like Trunks gave him a, a consultation, future Trunks on how to dress, I, right. I, I'd be singing a different song here. Yeah, not young Trunks. He'd be wearing like dinosaur shirts. And I shit. mean, I'd yeah. still be into that. The <laughs> thing is, though, when you when you have that body type, you can't really wear like the clothes future Trunks wears because your arms are like trees. I know, but right. like a jean jacket, man. Yeah, a nice some... big jean jacket. <laughs> yeah. Really wide armed jean jacket. Yeah. One of those like one piece uh uh like gas station attendant bodysuits. Oh, uh, a boiler <laughs> suit? Yeah, you yeah, look good in like that. You could do that. Yeah. yeah. And then Give him a hat. then instead I'm like, "Oh, he's just like a working class artist, sick." Yeah, right. And he's oh. like he's like, "I make furniture." Oh, man. Oh, I've learned how to paint. <laughs> <laughs> Keep in mind, that's what he sounds like. So. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I pull up railroad spikes and turn them into desks. I mean, I would take that guy home for a one-night stand. I don't know. If he keeps talking, we, we we're going to have an issue. But yeah. I <laughs> smash you like a bug. <laughs> Can you force rules? Can you force rules? All right. Well, that was a pretty entertaining boyfriend watch. Anyway, yeah. that's pretty much the end of the episode. Uh, after the Guinea Force sings and poses and Ambrose's petals fall, Frieza sarcastically claps and goes, My, what an entrance. And then the announcer comes on. The Guinea Force is here. Oh, shit. Is Vegeta going to lie about the Dragon Balls? I don't know. Tune in next week, Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> Wow. Wow. Fantastic stuff, everybody. Let's rate the episode. Do an email and get out of here. Out of seven Dragon Balls. Katie. Um, I mean, I love the Ginyu Force, and I love Vegeta's got some great lines. There is some uh, vamping in this. So I'll give it a five out of seven. I thought it was pretty fucking fun. Nice. Alex. Wow. Thanks for asking. Um, I did think the episode had a lot of flying around and waiting up until the end, and then that Ginyu Force song came on, and I really thought it was one to remember. I would even give it a full score if the rest of the episode wasn't also there. So I will give it, I'll compromise and give it a four. Four out of seven. Great Ginyu Force song. I loved it. No beams. (laughs) (laughs) Fair. Yeah, fair. 
Uh, I'm going to say uh, four, four out of seven Dragon Balls. Um, I think it was uh, um, fun and, and well-paced, but largely a waste of time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, ha- excited to see what happens with the Ginyu Force, as if I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Bad boyfriends. Yeah. All right. Um, Email. It's time for Dragon all right this email is from michael kern michael kern back with another banger dear ballers hello the aliens have invaded okay no they are tearing down our capitalist traditions. Thank God. Our traditions. They do the not West. have a clear grasp on Earth culture, but they can tell what capitalism is when they see it. Through a mix-up, these okay. extraterrestrial liberators believe Dragon Ball is real and that Ballin' Out Super is the premier scholarly work on Saiyans and Namekians, who they see as threats to their alien Trotskyist ways. That's true in a way. In a tit-for-tat situation, you are allowed to preserve one earthly tradition. What are you keeping around? Oh. We get to save one tradition on the entire... Yes. And then I guess everything else becomes like alien... I'm saving punch-out game. (laughs) Knockout game. game. I'm saving knockout game. (laughs) (laughs) Happy Halloween, bitch! A truly chaotic pick. <laughs> now, a lot of people are going to uh, give me grief about this one, but I'm going to save racism. <laughs> Why? Why? I just, uh, it, it gives me power. <laughs> it adds a little, and I won't a, a let it go. Spice. You were right about me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh damn! Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna preserve only I'm I'm gonna preserve only the lazy river at water parks. Everything else about what, like water slides are gone, uh, like wave pools gone. Lazy rivers are not only still here, but they are like a national like institution. Here's it's, the thing, though: every city has a lazy river Jeremy, going around it. If All lazy right. river is is kept and and nationalized and beloved, but also racism and knockout game. That's a very violent, dark, lazy yeah, river. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, good luck enjoying your lazy river. <laughs> There's going to be you some white clashes. <laughs> <laughs> There's just going to be teens drowning people in race gangs. Yeah, the, <laughs> it's the drown out game. <laughs> You think you're just having a cold one on the waves when all of a sudden Hmong teens kill you in front of everyone. (laughs) Well, that was fun. That was a good one. All right, plugs, Katie. You can find me at Twitter at Katie Rose or on Instagram at Oh Hello Katie Rose. Please check out the show I produce for The Pit. It's called Last Words. It's uh, news and conversation around metal music. And this week, we're having a guest from Guar on. So, oh, damn. And they're wow. going to be kayfabe. So it's going to be really fucking silly. So check that out. Which one is it? Peter Chris? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. It's yep, Peter Chris. I love him. Alex? Uh, follow me on Twitter at Patak Jokes. You can listen to my other podcast, Pod Damn America. We just finished our series on John Brown. Also, I believe this week we are putting out our next project on the Ballin' Out Superfeed. Police Academia, Blue Hero X. We did it, fam. It's coming out. My, my. So you won't have to go looking for that. That'll just show up in the feed. But check yes. it out later this week. And find me on Twitter at Jeremy Thunder. Check out Generation Loss uh, with Bryn. Uh, we watched Toy Story this week. Original? And, uh, yeah, the original Toy Story. Yeah, yeah, that animation looks fucked up now. It looks fucked. It's crazy how bad it looks now. Um, and uh, yeah, check out that show. Check out my, my YouTube City Skyline stuff. I'm Jeremy Thunder on there. And that's it for this week. Join us next week. Super! Super! Super!
racism. 